0: You're listening to The Sports Moment, February 2nd, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts.
1: We're going to call Thursday night Milestone Night in the local sports because a lot of things happened last night that people are going to remember people for for a long time. So let's get right to it. And it started with a a great performance on the wrestling mats by freshman Caleb Froning of the Fergus Falls wrestling team. Adam Schlepp is his head coach. And last night, Caleb got his 100th career win. Now... He's only a freshman, okay? You just don't see that often where a freshman has reached that many wins in a varsity wrestling career. In fact, I asked Adam how rare that feat is.
2: Very rare. Uh, you
1: know, with that match count being increased
2: to 45 uh, several years ago, five or six years ago, um, it It was something that you probably wouldn't have seen even five or six years ago. So it's a newer trend in the sport of wrestling. And if I had to guess, there's probably 20 or less freshmen that have recorded 100 victories in the state of Minnesota. Again, that's just a guess off the top of my head. But there's not a ton of freshmen recording their 100th win.
1: So Caleb Fraunin has won a lot of matches in a short period of time. Why? What makes him so successful on the mat, Coach Schlepp?
2: Oh, I I think first and foremost, he just has a, just an undying love for the sport. He loves to wrestle. He loves to come into practice every day. He enjoys it. Um, I, I think that love for, for competition and for wrestling is, is big to him, but I also think, you know, he works extremely hard. He works very hard at day in and day out. Uh, he puts in his time and multiple sports and in the weight room and making sure that he does everything he can to be the best individual he can be and uh it's really proud of him like you said as a freshman the maturity level there is is quite incredible he just pushes himself and challenges himself and always trying to better himself he's a great role model off the mat as well as only a freshman so uh a lot of a lot of great skill sets that kind of combine there and, and can equal a lot of success for an individual like Caleb and He's really doing a lot of great things.
1: So riding momentum of a season that has seen him reach such a great milestone, how does he stack up when you put him up against the other wrestlers in his weight class looking at the section meet?
2: Uh, Right now at 145 pounds, we only have one loss in the section. We lost a one-point decision to Bo Samdahl in the second match of the season. Uh, We tried to get a rematch at home when we dueled against Detroit Lakes and uh, in a bump and bowl uh, away from us. There's not much we could do there, so we didn't get that matchup. But um, I see him as a potential, you know, one or two seed um, at 145 pounds. The top two kids make it. So um, it's definitely not an easy bracket. Um, the Ramos boy from Purim, uh, there, there's some, some definitely some stiff competition. Leonard from DGF uh, we've lost to by a point. So that could even drop us down to like maybe potentially a three seed kind of depending on how the next couple weeks shake out here and who we see in the team section tournament but i see us as a top three seed in the section and uh definitely vying for one of those spots uh at the state tournament
1: well what a great accomplishment by caleb franning the freshman for the otter wrestlers 100 career victories. And he'll try to build on that moving forward. The Otters lost the three duels that they wrestled last night at Sox Center. But uh, the highlights provided by uh, Caleb Froning may be made up for some of that. Well, that's just one of the milestones. Another milestone came at the Kennedy Secondary School Gold Gymnasium. And that is where Henry Bethel scored his 1,000th career point. Now, Henry's not a freshman, but he is a junior. And that's kind of a rare thing, too, to see a junior reach 1,000 career points. And one of the best things about that is head coach Matt Johnson gets to coach him for the rest of this year and a, and a whole nother year.
3: Yeah, that puts a smile on your face to think about the, um, the opportunity to get another year and a half almost with, with, with that guy. And uh, Henry's an, uh, an incredible um, scorer, uh, gifted basketball player. And it's uh, fun to get to coach a kid like that. You, they don't come around. Um, all too often, I've been pretty blessed in the last uh, eight, ten years here. Um, the stretch of kids we've had come through that have been able to reach that. You know, he joins a pretty prestigious list of of Otter basketball players.
1: Matt talks about how Henry Bethel is one of those players that can really be infectious on the court and to make players around him better.
3: Yeah, he's got a charisma uh, to him. Um, the guys that, that really get to spend time and, and get close to him, he's, he's, he's got a smile that when he smiles, it's, it, it lights up a gym. Um, he, he's so competitive that on game night, I don't think everybody gets to see uh, the kind of kid he, that, 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 that we see, the joy he brings to the gym. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I thought last night was, was terrific. Um, great honor to get to the 1,000 point. Um, but I told him after the game, I think it might be the best game he's, he's played as a floor general. Um, you know, we, we talked to him a little bit about the, the, what, what a thousand point night looks like and, and, and the stress and the pressure that comes with that, but just letting it come, uh, and, and don't force the issue. And I thought in the first half, he was almost, he almost deferred to his teammates, but the way he got them involved was really special and something we've kind of been looking for. Um, so it's really fun to, really fun to see him have a great, uh, game as a floor general and then get rewarded with the points too, uh, when the opportunities came.
1: Well, the Otters won that game against Sartell, 62-54. to Henry had 21 last night and assisted on four baskets as well. yet had Ryan Hurst with another big game. He's really been playing well. Nine points, 11 rebounds, five block shots. Micah Johnson had a dozen. He also grabbed six rebounds, one of his best offensive games as an Otter. But coming back from 10 down, That's something the Otters have found themselves having to do more often than not, and it's something that uh, Coach Johnson would like to see them stop. Let's uh, get rid of those slow starts, right, Matt?
3: Yeah, you know, I I think if you're a coach, you'd rather have a better second half than first half, but I'd be okay if we could put together 36 minutes of quality basketball. Um, I, I thought last night in the first half, you know, we turned it over a bunch, um i i don't know the exact number it had to be somewhere around a dozen twelve thirteen turnovers in the first half pretty ugly and then uh according to the stats we have we didn't turn it over in the second half, uh which is a pretty impressive um uh, eighteen minutes for our guys so I was really happy about that, but we've got to find a way to take care of the ball better in the first half uh defensively I thought we we lost focus uh let their shooters get loose in the first half and we we adjusted well you know I, I'm a, it's always fun when when 16 17 year old kids respond to adversity and figure out how to fix it right and 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 kind of glue together and work together uh, for for the for the greater cause and last night was a really good example of that so I was really proud of our guys and the way re- they, they responded out of halftime
1: Well, a great win, and congratulations to Henry Bethel on reaching that goal, that milestone of 1,000 career points his junior year. And great to have him as an otter for another year plus as uh, they look now to head down the stretch and and get some consistency going into the playoffs. Henning scored 100 points last night. There's another kind of a milestone. You, You don't hit 100 a lot. You don't see that a lot in high school basketball. But the Hornets had six players in double figures on the way to that 100 51 win over Sabika. And they had Lane Dilly with a double double 14 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Cale Misogadis had 20 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. And Logan Kostelecki had 12 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists in the game. So good win for the Hornets under head coach Randy Misogadis. Norman County East Eulen Hitterdahl defeated Underwood. The Rockets took the long bus trip to Twin Valley and got beat 74 to 62. It was Monaga 67, New York Mills 57. Wadena Deer Creek won on the road over Bertha Hewitt 69 to 52. Well, before we look at the girls' basketball scoreboard from last night and another milestone that we'll talk about, I want to thank the Pemberton Law Firm for being a part of our podcast. You know, they serve you from four convenient locations around Lakes Area, with offices in Fergus Falls and Wadena, Detroit Lakes and Alexandria, and you can also visit them online at PemLaw.com. Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation Dating back to 1883, and Lake Area Docks and Lifts, Donovan and Renee Rasmussen, great supporters of all kinds of activities around the lakes region, and they serve you from five different locations. And I know they're excited, and they know you're excited about getting getting ready for spring and summer. It looks like we're going to have an early one, right? I think uh, the groundhog said uh, uh, it's going to be an early spring, so that's good. And I know they're ready at Lake Area Docks and Lifts, and they can help you get ready, too. Lake Area Docks and Lifts, more than just Docks and Lifts. Lake
2: Area Docks and Lifts, more than just Docks and Lifts. Lake Area Docks and Lifts.
1: Well, more milestones, and on the girls' side in basketball, It happened for the Brandon Evansville Chargers. They hosted Rotsay. They were behind at halftime by four points, but the Chargers battled back, won the game 73-66 on a night when senior Kylie Dingwall was red hot from beyond the arc, and I had an opportunity to talk with Kylie about her performance and she hit seven threes. That is a school record for most made threes in a game in a high school girls basketball contest for Brandon Evansville. So Kylie, when did you feel it? Was it in warm-ups? Was it the first time you took a three-pointer last night? When did you know it was going to be a special night from behind the line?
4: It really started in warm-ups. I was shooting on the outside most of the time, and they were all going in. I was barely missing. and It just felt good. So I took most of the open shots I could take during the game, and they were just falling, so I kept shooting.
1: How much has the three-point shot been a part of your game in your high school career? It's something you've always had, or is it something that you have seen progress over the last year or so?
4: Um, Really over the last couple of years, because I used to not really shoot that much. But And over the summer, we did like a 10,000 shot club kind of thing and i got a lot of shots up over the summer and the beginning during volleyball season even and that really helped a lot
1: and i asked coach steven schreiber if the three point game is a part of their regular game plan at brandon evansville or if they are just more apt to take what the defense is giving them
4: uh i think we you know we focus on three pointers uh a bit i don't ever want to be one dimensional so um it, it's you know we all, all my girls work on on shooting outside. All my girls work on work on playing inside. And really it does depend a little bit on what the defense is going to give us. Um, you know, Kylie Kylie works really, really hard both on her inside game and her outside game. And she's kind of found a newfound love of um playing some high low uh with Mia Elmer. So um but if if teams are running zones on us, we have to be able to hit some outside shots. And she she warmed up um during the halftime of the JV game and she warmed up before the start of the varsity game and she said it just feels really good today
1: and then she went out and she showed it. Well the three-point shooting is just part of why this Charger team has been so successful but they have put together some great balance and some great depth some great defense they've won six of their last seven and four in a row. Coach Schreiber what has made your team so successful during this run?
4: Yeah we we play eight and coming into the year, I I told all eight of them. I I really feel like I've got eight starters. Um, I you know I think even the three that come off the bench um, in in a lot of other systems they'd be starters for them. Um, and and in some systems they'd be their star player. So um, I I really think that the unselfishness that we have and the fact that we've had three girls, three different girls over twenty points, and we've had seven girls um, in out of the eight in double figures and the only one that didn't get hasn't gotten the double figures yet is Skylar Bitson, and she's our our defensive um stalwart and and she's really our our senior leader out there so um she understands her role she doesn't really need to score much she does a lot of the other things so um I just I think it makes you a lot a lot tougher to scout for when you know if they want to take away our inside game then we're going to hit outside shots and if they want to try and take away a single player we've got other players that absolutely will step up
1: Steven Schreiber, head coach of the Brandon Evansville Chargers. They are 13 and 4 now in the season that they are involved in and they're hot. They're really playing well. Other games last night on the girls' side. Sartell beat Fergus Falls 74 to 54. Freshman Carly Hurst came off the bench and had a nice night. She scored 13 points and was seven for seven on the line. Underwood handled Battle Lake 68-24 to in a Little Eight Conference game. Ezra Baker had a double-double, double-double, 15 points and 11 rebounds. And Liz Luckin had 22 points. Also, Hillcrest wins big 77-51 over Clinton Graceville Beardsley. How about Elsa Retzloff with 33 last night? Ella Knutson a double-double. Fifteen points, thirteen rebounds, and Ruby Peterson. What a solid floor game! Always it seems from Ruby. Fifteen points, eight assists, five rebounds, and four steals last night. Caitlin Roloff scored 31 to lead Hancock past Parker's Prairie, 70 to 34. West Central Area beat Swanville, 73 to 31. It was DGF 73 Breckenridge 55. Pelican Rapids got another double-double from Ellie Welch, 13 points, 13 rebounds, and 29 points from Morgan Korf as they beat Frazee 55-49. to Holly knocked off Park Rapids area 66-58, and New York Mills defeated Pillager 62-58. Otter Swimmers and Divers had their final duel of the season. They were up against powerhouse Sartell last night. And the Sabres won 101.5 to 75.5. The Otters now set their sights on the Central Lakes Conference Championship meet, which is a week from tomorrow. In hockey last night, the Brainerd Warriors took care of the Otters 8-1 in Brainerd. And the Otter girls had a good night. They've been looking for goals. Well, they found some last night. Matty Brimhall scored a hat trick. That helped. Hannah Johnson had a goal and three assists, and the Otters beat Northern Lakes 6-1. They had 39 shots on goal in that one. Uh, The playoffs begin next Thursday for the Fergus Falls Girls Hockey Team. They're going to be the top seed in the section. They will get a home playoff game next Thursday at 7 o'clock. Opponent to be decided by the seeding, and the Otters are in a section. that only has four teams, so next Thursday it will be the semifinals the following week it'll be the finals and then the winner goes on to state so uh, otters will be the favorite in the section as the top seed for sure and a couple of timberwolves are going to the all-star game february 18th in indianapolis carl anthony towns will be making his fourth all-star game appearance anthony edwards will be going for a second time they were both selected as reserves to the western squad And it could be that Chris Finch and his coaching staff will be on the bench for that, handling the coaching duties. That will be the case if the Wolves finish this week with two more wins because it is the team with the best record at the All-Star break in each conference that has their coaches handle that uh, that duty. So it's possible the whole Timberwolves coaching staff will be involved in the All-Star game. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. We're back with a fresh set of stories and interviews and all the stuff that uh, keeps us going this winter. On Monday, you enjoy your weekend.
0: You've been listening to The Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.